He's in good shape. That dude just kicked his iPod out of his pants. He's embarrassed right now. <laughs> He's looking around like, fuck, I just dropped my shit. We need to talk to, like, Fire Chicken. I got a business idea. Bachelor parties. So you have bachelor party fight clubs. Jesus, no. You send in the bachelor. I see bachelor head parties. That'd be cool. I don't want to fight a bunch of friends. Well, no, you don't fight your friends. They just, since you're the guy going, it's your last chance to get into a fight. Does all your friends get to beat you up? <laughs> well, no, they get to watch you get beat up. Then you're all beat up for your way. It's like when you go to the strip club. Your buddies don't strip for you. They send in a trained professional. Your buddies don't strip for you? No, they don't. Usually not. Well, Oops. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> all I'm saying, bachelor, party, fight club. Proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grit. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And we are out in Sasquatch's backyard. Yes, sir. That is uh, that is what they call it. We're doing a live one this time. It's uh, This is kind of an interesting one. Sorry for the delay in the podcast, but uh, we let everyone know out there, or at least we tried to uh, via Discord and socials and all that stuff. But thank you, everyone, for listening. You can find all our stuff at gritcitypodcast.com. Woo-wee! <laughs> um, last time we did something live, Scott wasn't there because we went to the fair and I got to shoot off fireworks. Yeah, I wasn't feeling good. Yeah. Ooh, Jeff, we're sitting in Jeff's car right now, hanging out and uh, getting ready because we are out in Sasquatch country. We're back out in the middle of nowhere to talk fights, to talk street beefs and uh, the street beefs scrapyard. We've had uh, Steve on before, just trying to take a picture, and he's just smashing and throwing shit all around everywhere. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, we're out here on a Saturday morning. It's... Uh, um, what is it's not even 1030 dude <laughs> yeah it's like not even 1030 it's like what time does it start uh, 11 to noon and we're like okay we'll show up as early as fucking humanly possible dude I, uh, I got out of bed like excited this morning I was like fuck yeah fight day <laughs> usually you do get pretty stoked about the fights I just get stoked about podcasting but yeah fights um, even double down like just makes it even better it's awesome <laughs> and so yeah we're back out here if you don't know what street beefs is about Street Beef started on, what, the East Coast. Yep. And uh, we talked with uh, Steve from Scrapyard uh, a while back, so you can go find that old episode and get the lowdown with all of that. Uh, he's also known as Fire Chicken, and uh, Fire Chicken has been uh, pretty amazing. Uh, been on the podcast a couple of times via Discord and then also in person. And uh, we're going to be hoping for another one, follow a follow-up. Uh, to exactly what's been going down on Street Beef Scrapyard, which you can find if you just go and search on YouTube for that. You can find all a lot of the fights. Really good production quality. Uh, if you go from the beginning when we started kind of watching it, you can see where it's gone from now, where it was just like, I swear to God, it was like some dudes on like uh, uh, like a play mat beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, he's got a full cage now. They, um, 
Dude, they have drone shots sometimes. Good, good camera work. Like, they've yeah. really upped their production and audio quality so much. So, what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to get some audio of the actual fights going down. I thought you were going to say you were going to pick something like Muay Thai. Or oh, no, no, no. Was it, we, no, what, we're, we're going to play the audio, and then you have to guess what the fight is. No, I mean, you can do that if you want to, but we're going to get some audio of the actual fights going down. And so you can hear that and just, like, just hear the athleticism that's going on and all the crazy stuff and then obviously you can go and check out street beef scrapyard right on the youtube page and see the actual fights their setup is amazing and like especially like leagues beyond what they used to have and when we have him when we have fire chicken on we're gonna have to definitely talk about that we're gonna get some audio of some of the fights and kind of run through that and see uh see how that goes and we'll see what happens site at the location Sasquatch Country and please introduce yourself sir. Uh, my name is Buddy V the modern day Aztec warrior <laughs> Nice Buddy V and you are uh, you're the main man doing the interviews and stuff with the videos and everything uh, for Street Beef Scrapyard. That is correct I do a lot of fighter interviews every month is a completely different question most of them related to Scrapyard for fun a lot of fighters can uh, use it and I'm a fighter here in the yard as well I'm the current 155 MMA champion Nice wow so not only a, a part of it on that aspect on both sides of it, how did how did you end up getting started with uh, with Scrapyard? Uh, I kind of always wanted to fight the OG branch, and when my uncle told me that there was a, a branch out here in the west, or sorry, up in Gig Harbor, I went, I checked it out, and I realized that the day I looked at it was after the first event. So I signed up for the second one. I came, and I think ever since then I've only missed one event. So I just keep coming back. Damn, that's amazing, and it's been like it's so cool. First off, it's out here, it's out in the woods. You're getting like, it, it, but the setup is just it's fantastic. So you've seen it go from the very humble beginnings to what it is right now, which is kind of the front runner with like all the street beef stuff because of how well made this whole setup is. Yeah, it's crazy to see the transformation and I was one of the, um, a few lucky ones that was able to actually help build some of the cage, you know, paint the walls. Uh, me and Gash did that, put the turf in, in place. So we all literally bled, sweat. We didn't cry here. We cried in our cars after our losses. But yeah, <laughs> so you know, blood, sweat, and tears. That's amazing. And what got you, um, obviously like with like fighting in MMA, it's been a big sport for decades now, really, at this point in time. 
What got you into just that whole aspect of it altogether? I kind of always fought growing up, not always in the best circumstances, but uh, now I found a way I could kind of let my outlet out nice and as living proof because I did start my brand Zuel and I wanted to be a living example of you could get punched in the face by life and get back up. That's the reason why I wanted to come out and fight every time I can in the scrapyard. So that way, whether win, whether lose, I'm stepping out there and, you know, it's, it's a step forward to better myself as a person and show everyone you can do whatever it is you want in life. That's awesome. And tell me a little about Zuel. Uh, Zuel is my own personal brand that I created. Uh, it's kind of Chicano-based. All my artwork's based around my people. A lot of stuff has a lot of history built into my artwork that I do. And I not only make all my own merchandise and draw it all myself, but I also have designed for a few fighters here in the yard. And they're featured on my website, uh, Zuel-World.com, too. That's, that's, that's so cool, man. So it's just like all of this aspect. I mean, like you've got your art and you've got all these things that don't necessarily revolve around, but also just involve what you're doing out here. Yeah, I feel like it's one big tie uh, because it's the level of discipline that I have to maintain to have a company, to be able to train, to fight, to be able to be you know, a good father to my children, to be a living example to everyone that I talk to. So that way anyone could say something, you know, this will help you out, go do this and that, but they're not living it themselves. So why would I take that advice? Oh, that's a good point, too. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, especially like nowadays with like social media and bullshit, you need to be like, everyone says avoid the comments. Nobody does. But then you're like, you got to realize that those people aren't going to have the same experiences as you and it's probably not going to be the same path whatever advice they have you can take some of that into account but you got to just be true to yourself when you're going through all of it oh yeah exactly and i think that's what makes a lot of people stick out when you look at anyone that you really admire or you really try to follow whether it's any sort of person that you idolize or a philosopher or a celebrity they stand out because of the what makes them unique and that's what i think everybody needs to kind of embrace whereas everyone's too busy trying to fit a mold and it's there's too many people in this world to try to do that everyone has their own thing and we could uh all flourish. <laughs> it's true. And it's like, even with all of this, like I've seen like the, the sportsmanship when it comes down to uh, a, 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 a sport like this is that everyone's out here to win. They're not out here to hurt people. And just even with like the safety standards out here, I mean, yeah, you're doing it out in a yard, but at the same point, everyone wants to make sure it's here for a reason to have a good time and to compete in a friendly environment. <laughs> Absolutely. And here you do have a family because we do realize we all have to go to work the next day. We all have uh, families, significant others or just other lives outside of here as well, whether it's pro ambitions or whatnot. So we're not here to, to hurt each other, yep. but we are two adults who are going to fight and we're going to give it our all. And, you know, may the best win person win. There's winning and there's learning. That's the way I look at it. And so also with the history of street beefs, it does come down. A lot of the times it came down to people having actual beefs getting in there and quashing it. Have you have you had that or is it more along the times of just uh, the competitive? and going for the championship for you. Me personally, it's always just competitive now. I feel like that's the whole reason I come here is to be a good sport, to be better as a person. If I really had an ego problem with someone or someone wanted to get in my face, it would be settled right then and there on the street. And I haven't done that in a while, so I think I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Like, seriously, like, buddy, thank you, man, for just spending some time with us. And with the interviews and, like, the technical aspects of that, was that something that you just uh, you learned as you were going along? Was it, it Did it interest you when you were doing it with, uh, with uh, Street Beefs and, like, all of your other stuff? Like, how did you even get into that? Absolutely, because I've been a bartender in the service industry, so I've always talked to people of all backgrounds, all sorts of everything. And all right, yeah. uh, I've always admired the different stories I've heard. And as I came here and talking to the people, I kind of felt like everyone had something different to say. So it's nice to hear their voices. They can use it to promote themselves on different platforms. And uh, it gives a whole different level to everything they do, whether I uh, interview people here at the scrapyard or I have my own personal interviews on my YouTube. It's just everyone around has something to offer. And I think, you know, I give them so I'm one of the many people that give a platform for voices to 
to be heard. And that's exactly the same thing that we do out here, man. Like it's what we're doing with our podcast. We want to make sure and get everyone out there. And it's like everyone wants to be like, oh, there's different arts and there's different athletics out there. And in the greater Puget Sound area, you can see all the differences, all the different cultures, all the different types of people who want to come out here and deal that. And even here, it's a melting pot of all the different types of people who want to either fight, witness these fights, or, you know, just hang out and have a little bit of camaraderie. Absolutely. And I have, you know, I've heard a Grit City podcast. I mean, I've heard of it talked about a lot, and it's all great things. Um, you also hear, you know, it. thank you. Heck yeah, like Grit City Magazine. I mean, these are, these are yeah. great things that are a part of a local community that when you hear about, everyone's very proud to support. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot more of what we need. Like you said, like I said, the uniqueness. You guys have something yeah. that obviously appeals to a lot of people, a mass of people, and keep doing what you're doing. Why change it? Yeah, right. All right. Give a shout out to all the stuff that you've got is going on as well. I mean, you do give a shout out to your site, but give a shout out to your site, your YouTube, your socials and stuff so people can check you out and see everything that you have out to offer. On Facebook, I'm just Buddy Valenzuela, but I go by Buddy V. On Instagram, it's Zuel underscore Buddy V and it's Z-U-E-L. Uh, that you'll find my sweepstakes that I do giveaways, anything I'm going nice. to be a part of, some of the pop-ups that I help put up as well. So you can find me all around town. And then, yeah, www.zuel-world.com. That's my website. That's my merchandise. That's um, when I'm part of the Yankee and the Brit podcast. You can find the merchandise I make for them on there and any other fighter that I'm featuring as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. You could supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. And that'll like, be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster and you could tell me. Yeah. I'm drunk. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want to don't make this hard. Let's yeah. 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 All right. All right. All right. Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Act like here. Make, make, make a noise. Bang, bang that, bang that against the. Hey, Scott, be careful. You about spilt your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by DieCutStickers.com. By who? DieCutStickers.com. How do you get them? Go to DieCutStickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high-quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City 15 to get 15% off. (laughs) couldn't come up with it. I, I was like, oh, we need to put that in. But I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough. Can we do it again? This is too much fun, but I'm, I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this. <laughs> Seconds. Take a second. Stomach. Five, four, Stomach. three, two, one. Oh. oh on the bell. Ooh, wow. Made it to the second round. That was uh That was a body hitting the side of the cage. Yeah, that last little bit right there was the last hit as the bell rang. Hitting the side of the cage. I what, fighting? I think you can yeah. see Justin in No, here. no, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, no. Like I could not last a round. Working out, I feel like. These guys have cardio. I do not have you cardio. Go through a training. I, oh, I bet you they could, probably, yeah, they could probably find someone to train. Yeah. You're, you guys are nuts. I bet we could find someone that wants to fight him, too. Right? I'm sure you can find that, yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people. All right, we're getting back to the fight. Come on, Vinny. keep that head movement going. <laughs> Here we go, round two. Angry. Oh, oh, there you go. There we go. 
Oh, he's coming back. Oh, nope. Towel. Done. Good fight. We are out here live with Anomaly. Anomaly, how are you doing today, sir? Oh, great. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm excited to see what's going down. It's uh, the, uh, the the pre-fight jitters. Like, everything's getting ready to start off. I don't know why I have jitters. Like, I'm not involved in this other than checking it all out. Uh, what What's your involvement with uh, with the whole street beef scrapyard? Well, I started out, uh, did an MMA match, and then I uh, came out and supported uh, however Steve needed as staff, you know, whatever. And then I started refereeing some and, and uh, oh. did a lot of refs and I did a boxing match and just I still ref and whatever Steve needs you know I'll come in and give a hand you know Nice. So, what was the what was the the, the surrounding storyline behind the boxing match? Did you just want to test your metal and go in there? Did you have a street beef? What was going on with that boxing match? Oh, the boxing match was uh, you know I I just wanted to get back in the ring you know or something and and actually I probably never would have came out here except for COVID and then the tournament shut down the jujitsu tournaments so I came out to do an MMA match. I wanted to check it out. You know, <laughs> nice. And that was one of the things like what, during the last couple of years. The the fact that a lot of things didn't occur just because everything shut down. Is what happened out here was it was out in the open. People are able to kind of go about and do this, and just the evolution of what has gone from the beginnings when we back when we had Fire Chicken on years ago to having him back here. It's it's been quite a progression. Just going from the humble beginnings to this amazing setup they have now. Oh yeah, it's an amazing setup. I came out here, and, and when I came out here, they were starting to set up the cage, so I came out to help do that and I thought yeah you know I'll help out any way I can I'd really like to be part of this and that's how I got into refing and just doing whatever they need to get done you know make sure that this thing runs smoothly I give the rules brief a lot of times you know and make sure that everybody's safe and refing I make sure everybody's safe there make sure fight your stop before anybody gets injured you know and can't go to work the next day you know, so. <laughs> and I mean this is like what it is it's a lot of the times people are coming out here a to either train to get some matches in or to to get that sort of release and but at the same point everyone's going back to their nine to fives and you want to make sure and have a healthy environment so the fact that you're here helping out with that that's awesome how did you get into the refing aspect was it just like we need a ref so i'll do it or how did you even get about uh, go about that Oh, there's times where um, I, you know, I thought I, uh, I'd be able to help, especially if Gimp needed a break. So I would uh, come into ref, you know, because I've got a lot of experience. I trained boxers for thirty plus years, wow, you know, okay. and, and um, had some extensive boxing training in my youth. So um, yeah, and I, I just wanted to do that. <laughs> Having that training, then there's got to be some times where you're go, you're looking in the ring, and you kind of already know how the fight's gonna go. I have to imagine one way or another. Well, you got an idea, but still, you got to consider everybody has a puncher's chance, and it all it takes is that one haymaker, that one wild swing that lands, and in, in game over, you know. Uh, has there been a favorite fight of yours that maybe people could check out on like the YouTube page or something that either you refed or you just witnessed? Oh, geez, there's so many of them. It'd be hard to choose. Fair. It'd really be hard to choose because there's a lot of fights I've really enjoyed watching, you know. 
and um, I like watching a, a good grappling match going on in the MMA, and I like uh, good hands being thrown, like a, just this last one, uh, the last event when, um, let's see, uh, Golden Hands versus, uh, oh man, uh, forgive me, I, I can't remember the other guy's name. No worries, they can search up Golden Hands and they can find it, but what went down on it? Uh, it was, uh, oh yeah, it was, it was um, I, I can't think of his name. I don't want to say it because I don't want to mess it up. But uh, <laughs> but uh, he's. Um, it was a really good boxing match. It was a great dispil, uh, dis, uh, display of skill and and um, speed and and just some good boxing, good footwork, good everything, slips, everything was nice. I, I was in enjoyment, uh, very much enjoyed watching it go down. And so today we're getting ready to get the fights. Everything like the last second pre setups are happening. Uh, are you going to be refing today? Or are you just uh, witnessing? the uh, the festivities I, I likely i'll be refereeing some you know everybody needs a break every now and then we got some new refs out there now we got coach p he's done a fantastic job with the mma guys and and uh, i don't know if turtles here or not but he did a great job uh refing the boxing he's got a lot of boxing experience too so yeah before the fights do you guys have to sit down with all the fighters or is it just do you put out the rules as you're going out there and lay down the ground rules so it's more in the moment or is it kind of like uh a reiteration all the time is like remember these things or are you really talking with the fighters beforehand or just right when the fight's occurring no it's actually every event I don't care if they've been out here 20 times they need to come out and go through the rules brief there might be something that's changed it's likely not you know a lot of things but um, uh, such as you know no no knees or elbows to the head especially when you got people that are coming out from the uh, east coast where they allow that but uh, oh, I, I didn't even realize that the, that was even allowed on those. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. But um, not here because Washington State only allows amateurs to um, uh, uh, do, do not allow amateurs to throw elbows or knees to the head. Okay. Which it's a good rule, you know, because it, they're fairly dangerous, you know. And, yeah. And, uh, well, there are a lot of things that can be dangerous, <laughs> but um, you know, it, it's um, you know, it saves from getting cuts because elbows are really good for. It's like having a razor blade on your arm, you know. So. Yeah, and that's one of those things, especially like I mean, I've I've seen my buddy get just uh, his uh, eyebrow just opened up by a Gatorade bottle, and a, an elbow is a lot worse, a lot quicker, a lot sharper, a lot faster, a lot harder than one of those. So you somebody can get busted open pretty easily. Exactly. Yeah. So you need to watch out for things like that. They, now accidents do happen. You know, there's somebody that walks into an elbow, or somebody's mm-hmm. doing uh, arm technique, and they and the other person raises their head and catches an elbow same with knees you know somebody's trying to change a body position and their head gets in the way when when they're trying to change and the knee connects to the head or head butts all a lot of it's accidental you know but uh you got to be prepared for all that stuff and be ready to stop it you know and and and, uh, the o- the only things, and uh, I'm not going to compare wrestling histories because the only thing I've ever wrestled were KY wrestling matches. <laughs> but also, just on the one aspect of that is that you like I know that I wouldn't be able to follow something like this because I would just be kind of caught up watching it. Like you've got to be on the ball all the time when you're in there. You can't just be like, oh, that's a cool fight. Oh wait, I need to stop this. Or like you're always on the ball when you're in there because you need to make sure and keep everyone safe. Well, exactly. You really need to know the rule set. I mean, you have to have the rule set down. You have to know uh, what you're looking for. And if somebody's getting beat up a little bit or, or even a lot, you know, either way, 
you need to watch the guy that's losing. I mean, because if you're watching a winning guy, you're just being a fan. But you need to watch the losing guy because the losing guy is the one that's going to be more apt to do something illegal to gain an advantage. Oh, oh, yeah. And you you got to know when they've had enough. You know, if 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 it looks like they're not doing so well, especially for MMA, if they're not doing so well, call the fight. Don't let them get hurt. And if it's boxing or or kickboxing, uh, give them a standing eight. You know, and give Mm -hmm. them a chance to regroup and. But for MMA, you can't do that. So you have to just call the fight. Do you? <laughs> thank you seriously so much for spending some time with me. Give a shout out. Give your name again for everyone out there. It's Anomaly. And um, hey, if you're in Olympia, train at Hammerhead Mixed Martial Arts. If you're in uh, Tacoma, go to Vital Jiu Jitsu and under uh, uh, or any Marcelo Alonzo Jiu Jitsu affiliate would be great. Awesome. Thank you so much, Anomaly. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, before the hook. Close the gap. Close the gap. Now you're going to close the gap and land. Body. Five, four, three, two, one. Nice, nice. That was a good one. That was a good round right there. Yeah. Going at it, getting some good chatter, getting some good uh, insight from his corner. Hey, look at me. 135, Davis, I'm coming for you, baby. Whatever. Out here, baby. You 135? And you ain't taking on Ryan Garcia? Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got white gloves or black gloves? Man, I think the black guy's probably going to win. Think I, so? Yeah. Yeah. I like to see the white gloves going to win. I kind of really do too, win. but he's got to do a little bit more. Yeah, he's not very active. But also, I have no idea what I'm talking about, so. Second time. <laughs> Here we go. Round two, round two, round two. Second. <laughs> Fighter, you ready? Fighter, you ready? Always. Round two, scrap hard. Jab first. Jab first. Oh, show button. Oh. Lights out. Oh. Lights out. Lights out. Lights out. He just hit turbo. Lights out. Lights out. Nice jab. Thirty seconds. Go walk down. Go walk down. Body, body, body. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Lights out on the Wall of Fame, I noticed that. You had a fight earlier today. Yes, sir. How you been doing, dude? Man, doing all right. You know, just trying to, you know, get my training in, you know, become a better fighter so I can go pro. You know, look for me in pro. Lights out. You know, coming. How long you been uh, doing stuff with uh, Street Beast, Scrapyard? Uh, I've been doing stuff with Street Beast for about a year now. Uh, a year and a month, maybe a year and two months. Uh, just trying to, you know, uh, get my stuff out there. You, know? you are you are high energy out there. Like yes, first sir. off, in your fight you're high energy, but even like you're just trying to help out the other fighters during their yeah. fights as well. Like just trying to throw out some tips and tricks. It seems like you want to really like you're all in on this. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, 
it takes a lot to uh to coach but it takes a lot to a lot more to coach and fight you know uh and it takes a lot because it, you actually get to know what your person's going through, especially when you're cornering them. Like, you know, I've I've took those shots before, you oh, know, gosh, but yeah. it's not how you start. It's about how you finish, you know, and I want everybody to have that equal, you know, feeling. So when someone doesn't have a corner and was like, hey, I need you to be my corner, I got you. Because at the end of the day, we're all here to help each other and to get better. And that's what it is. That's amazing. And it's like just like seeing that, like there's that camaraderie of all the different fighters. Like you're here to get better, to learn, to even do better. And what's your record so far here? You said it was like I heard you shouting about like fourteen and four. Uh, so right now my record is thirteen and four, uh, right. but I'm gonna fight again, and uh, if I get that win, I will be fourteen and four. Now, one of the guys you were just helping out, he was first time ever fighting, going into that ring, he ended up getting a win. Like if someone's gonna go in there, what advice do you have for just someone who is like starting out with this, like first fight out there? Maybe they've been training, so they have the basics down. Right. But like, what's that a piece of advice that you always uh, try to tell people, or at least shout out to them? Um, in the fight, especially when it's getting, um, second, third round, uh, stay in there, uh, keep your composure. You know, it's, it's just the second round. We got more rounds to go and you also want to tell them to be, uh, tired later. You know, you could be, I heard you saying that a lot. You know? Yeah. 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 You'd be tired after the fight. Yeah. Because after you fight, you have all day to get over that tiredness. But when you're in that ring, that's the time to not be tired. That's the time to attack. That's the time to fight. And for, for everybody, like, through our whole time, we've always been fighting, you know, whether it's with swords or guns or whatever it is, we've been fighting, you know, and it's war. So when you go in there with another person, no matter if you guys are friends or not, it's still war. It's still two Vikings and two warriors going at each other. So Right on. Let's out. Hope to see you soon going up, doing more stuff. See you on Appreciate Street that. Beefs as well. You got any socials or anything out there? Um, Yeah. Hey, uh, just hit me up on um, TikTok on Lights Out underscore SB and on my um, my Instagram on um, Lights Out underscore um, CJ and shout out to my uh, man, JB. Uh, follow him on 253JB uh, or JB253. Whichever one, I'm pretty sure one of them will pop up. Awesome. Thank you so much, dude. I appreciate it. Are you ready? Yep. Scrap. Round two. Here we go. Chin down, Sam. Eyes up. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Good job. Heads up. Hands up. Score points. Come on. Do that work. Yeah. Nice dodge. Get that work. He's tired. Let's go. He can't breathe. Come on. There we go. Oh, nice block. Let the man go. He's tired. Jab, jab. Yeah. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Oh. Davis getting rocked now. Davis getting rocked now. Give it all you got, Tim. This is everything, Tim. Go. Go. Everything you got. Everything. Let's go. Don't get tired. Pump it out. Be tired after. Thirty seconds. Here we go. Thirty seconds, Tim. Hold that right hand. This is it, Tim. 
How bad do you want this, Jim? How bad do you want it? The job, Jim! We're here with Fire Chicken. We're at intermission right now. A couple, a couple of really good first fights out there, man. Yeah, fights have been great so far today. Um, didn't know what to expect going into this because we had some call-ins, and, but extra people showed up, and it just kind of worked out. It's been a lot of fun just to, A, see this live and see where you've gone. Because the last time we were out here, uh, first off, I wasn't even out here. It was Brogan, Scott, and Jeff that made it out. And the setup has been just it's completely evolved from what it has been. It's just that has has had to have been a process for you on that you know every event i look at what we got and i look and see if i can make any any improvements to it at all now i want to keep it backyard i don't want to make it like Mm -hmm. an outdoor or an indoor mma arena or anything like that it it takes away from the appeal of it to a lot of people so yeah i've upgraded cameras um just put a shipping container here you know all sorts (laughs) of stuff it's like yeah the whole shipping container it's got the uh the amazing mural from uh buddy v like, you've made it happen, and I love it. And we're going to get you back on to talk, like, super in-depth about how everything's gone. I just kind of want to talk a little bit about the fights at this point in time. We've had some we've had some boxing. We've had some MMA. Do you have, like, a preferred style when you're watching it uh, in the Street Beast Scrapyard? Is there anything that you love more than another? Or do you just love, uh, you know, sports combatantism and all that stuff? You know, I like seeing... Yeah, uh, this wasn't a word, but I tried. I like, seeing a, I like seeing a variety of stuff, to be honest. When we do our matchups you know if we got a little bit of this a little bit of that you know the muay thai is something we recently added it's the same as kickboxing with the exception of clinching and sweeps um we do boxing mma um mma is pretty good too uh that can get a little stale if the guys stay on the ground and hug too much. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, seriously, I remember the Hoist Gracie, Ken Shamrock super fight where I paid like 70 bucks to watch them for almost two hours just sit there and grapple. And you're like, yeah, it's it's good in terms of like technicality, mm-hmm. but it's also not like super amazing to watch as a, per, as a viewer. What's crazy is I watched that fight as a kid because my dad, he yeah. was a big boxing fan. And I remember him getting mad about the Mike Tyson fights when he lasts in like 30 seconds, <laughs> paying all this money for these uh, pay-per-views. <laughs> But then the UFC thing came out, and he was like, yeah, we're going to watch this one. And I remember Hoist Gracie versus Ken Shamrock. um, Watched all those. Watched it evolve throughout the years. Watched the sport change significantly. Um, But, yeah, that's a... It's, it's crazy just to see where it's evolved, even what you have done and where it's evolved from there. Now, we've got past intermission. We've got a couple more fights. People can, where can people check out all of the, all of the uh, amazing fights? So YouTube is where our, all of our fights are posted. It's a Street Beast Scrapyard. And then we also have a secondary YouTube channel called Scrapyard GoPro that takes uh, some of our alternate footage and just kind of raw and uncut. Um, then we got uh, Facebook. I post stuff on there, too. That's our Street Beast Scrapyard Facebook group. It's got 28,000 members now. Nice. Um, and then we got uh, Instagram. I post some pictures and stuff. That's Street Beast underscore Scrapyard on Instagram. Um, I hate TikTok, so we don't do anything there. <laughs> That's fair. Now, finally, one of the questions we just talked with Lights Out, who is on the Wall of Fame. Is there somebody on the Wall of Fame whom is your, I, you know, don't want to, you know, cause any like riffs or anything like that, but do you got a favorite from the Wall of Fame? 
or maybe I, even just a favorite I, fight or something. I look at all my fighters equally. I have to say that. Yeah, yeah, very so, diplomatic. I know I'm here trying to cause rifts and stuff. There's but. actually there are fight fighters that I like to watch in the ring. Some of it's because of their technicality and their experience, and others are just their entertainment factor. Solo's a good example of like entertainment wise. Mm-hmm. You got guys like Hummingbird, Turtle, and those guys that are technical and make for a really good fight. So. And if somebody was interested in participating in this, because we literally saw a dude come out here for his first fight ever and come out as a winner, what's a little bit of advice you give to somebody who is, you know, training to do the fights but want to come out and want to come out and experience something like street beefs? Keep your hands up. (laughs) (laughs) The, the, The process is really simple. Like, you sign up on our Facebook group. You DM me for the address a couple days before the event. Um, you're allowed to bring a plus one. We, ba- we uh, Based on weight and experience is how we match people up. Um, you can pick what type of match you want to do, which we listed earlier. And then um, you get out here. Whoever shows up, that's where we do our matchmaking is actually here. Because we don't know who's going to show up and who's True. not going to show up. Yeah. And then we try to give you a fair match and um, hope that you come back and have a good experience. Well, the setup you've got here is amazing. And I love the fact that you guys are. You've got with the refs. And you've got just, you want people to go out there and have fun and experience this. And also, you know, get in training, get in experience. But also, you know, stay safe. Like, I've seen that. We've talked with a bunch of people. We've talked with the refs. We've talked with all your guys. We want every everybody out here to have a safe time and be able to make it to work on Monday. Exactly. You know, that's the point of being out here is being part of a community and uplift each other and get and push each other in the direction that you want. They, they want to go as fighters. Is it something that you want to just come out and do and experience? Or is it something that maybe it's a stepping stone for you to eventually become a pro fighter? And we have had fighters fight out here that eventually became pros. So it is a um, experience avenue for, for some of these guys. We don't allow pro fighters to fight out here in, yeah. the, in the style that yeah. they are a pro in. But um, we try to accommodate people the best that we can as far as all experience levels and all that. Well, awesome. I'm going to let you get back into it because I know you're still in the intermission. We're going to get you on for a long form, have some fun, and talk about it on a future episode. But Fire Chicken Street Beef Scrapyard, thank you, dude. Thank you. Fighter, you ready? Yep, stay off. You got this. Let's go. 
Hands up. Keep going. There you go. 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 There Keep going in. You got this. Let's go in. Don't reach. You got to get off the cage. Yep. Send her up. Hands up. Send her up. One. Four. Three. Two. One. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com.